you ready? I'm Lady. Welcome to Idol Days, the show about idol animes. I'm Sarah. And I am Star. And it's the opposite way this time because today I am going to talk about an idol anime. It's true. So Star, you know about how last time we talked about a creepy psychology thriller about fans and parasocial relationships and kind of dark? Yes. So what if you took a lot of those themes and you made them cutesy and happy and funny? I'm listening. Very cautiously, is there stabbing in this one? Hmm. I don't think so, but there are a lot of injuries. Okay, what show is this? We're going to talk about the newly finished and completed anime. If my favorite pop idol made it to the Budokan, I would die. Wow, that's a very long title. There is, and see, there's already death in the title, which I feel like I'm already starting off on the wrong foot because it's a comedy anime. Oh, so not a murder one. Not a murder one. Sarah, you've ruined our murder idol anime streak. I have. But this one might kill you in the fact that your heart will feel so fluffy that you might die of a, like, a sweetness overload heart attack. That sounds like an unpleasant way to go. No, actually, I think it's a great way to go. You know what? Fair. Okay. <laughs> we watched Perfect Blue last time. I think there are worse ways to go. Yeah, Screwdriver in the Eye is a good way to start. Yeah, that, that's at least one. In this show, does somebody get stabbed in the eye with a pen light? And that's just how they go? I no, there is. I don't think there's any stabbing, so I think we're already good. Damn it. Sarah, you're breaking my heart over here. Oh, it's okay. I will fulfill it again with this cute, fluffy, slice-of-life comedy. Okay, so what's this show about? Tell me. Okay, so this show also kind of explores the relationships between idols and their fans. However, the main character you follow around is actually an idol fan, as opposed to the idol itself, or idol themselves. So it's more from the point of view of the fans rather than the idol characters. Oh yes, it's definitely from the point of view of the fans, but you do get a whole lot of idol action from it. Neat. I'm ready for idol action. So the show actually just recently finished airing uh, in the end of March. And the manga it is based on is actually still running, so if anyone is interested, you could see about finding a way to read it, but so far there's no official translations of the manga. Womp womp. Where can people watch the anime, though? The anime, if you're in the U.S., is on Funimation. So my thing is, I watched two episodes of this show because you got extremely excited and told me to, and I think Funimation had, like, the first two episodes um, dubbed on the website and also subbed yes i'm dub trash i would much rather watch a show than read a show so at the point where i watched it right now it is dubbed up to episode 10 of 12 so they're still putting out the last few dubs i watched it originally all the way through as a sub and then when i rewatched it for a podcast i watched it as a dub just so i could get another opinion on it hmm. kind of just like seeing both sides yes both are great voice actors and both are amazing yeah, I remember really enjoying the dub when I watched it. Yes, I will say 10 out of 10, well done. My one criticism is that sometimes they don't subtitle the songs or dub the songs for the dubbed version, where they do for the subbed version. It's weird. That's kind of a common trend. That That's what messed me up with Perfect Blue so much. That's true. There's a couple of newspaper articles or something where they just like don't translate text on the page. And I'm like, no, I need to, I want to read that. Wait a second, it's important. Help. Help. <laughs> 
So you said it was based on a manga. That title gives me light novel vibes. It does, but actually it's a seinen manga. It is not a light novel. I think it's just following that whole trend of things being titled really long for whatever the heck reason. It's like the opposite of Disney. It is the opposite of Disney. <laughs> I don't know what we would call, I guess we call it Budokan anime right now, just between you and me. But I don't know if we called it one word. Sarah, I got it. Budokaname. Budokaname. That almost sounds like Madoka. It does. It's Madoka's weird hidden sibling, Budokaname. <laughs> Absolutely. I agree. I'm going to go ahead and just start walking us through the plot of the anime. Okay. All right. So we're going to start with episode one, and it is a beautiful spring day. Okay. There are cherry blossoms flying in the wind. Uh, you know you're in Okayama City, which my knowledge of Okayama City is just the castle. I'm sure there are many other fun things to do there. That's like near Osaka, right? I think it's past Osaka. I think it's even further south. I'm trying. I, I'm not good at my Japanese geography. I only know where a couple of things are. This is why you were a Japanese English teacher and not a Japanese geography teacher. Yes. I'm like, I know where three things are in relation to the city that I live in. Tokyo is that way. Osaka is that way. We're good. I think it's further past the Osaka way. So they're pretty far south, pretty far from Tokyo. So it's like it's it's south on the, the Japanese bean shape. South on the bean. I always joked with my students that Japan is shaped like a bean. And they were like, I never thought about it that way. I'm like, well, you should. It's a bean shape. See? It's just like how Florida is shaped like a gun. Oh, oh, God. I mean, listen, you're not wrong, but that's terrifying. Yes, it is. But true. So, okay, so it's a beautiful spring day. And then what happens? Oh, well, it's a beautiful spring day. And you see a very fashionable young woman walking through the park. Like, she's stylish. You could tell that she probably has a nice job. Okay. And then you see two idols run up to the woman. And one of them says, excuse me, we're going to have a concert in the park. Will you come see it? And you don't see the woman's face yet. But you're like, well, you know, she's a girl. They don't usually go to idol concerts. The next scene, you see the woman stopping by the park where the idols are playing and she's looking over and the idols there's seven of them mm -hmm. and they have a very small crowd of people like maybe maybe like 10 people so these are not like mainstream idols these are babies they're like just starting oh yeah these are like underground just starting idols they're babies and they're doing like a little cute idol song but they have like a whole bunch of fans like you know the 10 fans who are there are really de dedicated and they're wooding and they're really into it and then one of the idols, one of the two idols who gave the woman the little poster saying come to our performance, looks over at the, the fashionable woman in the park and smiles and waves at her. Aww. And then there's a whoosh of cherry blossoms and the camera pans <laughs> up and you see the woman's face and it's blushing and you <gasps> hear her heart beating and her eyes are twinkling. And then it, well, it, it cuts to a new scene. And so you find out this is like a year later, maybe many years later. And you find out that this woman, this beautiful, fashionable woman, has at this point quit her job to just be an Oshiman for this beautiful idol that just winked and waved at her from this underground idol group. She's given up everything uh, okay. for her Sarah, favorite defi pop idol. Define Oshiman for people who might not know. So I think the best way to do it is actually the dub calls or translates it to stan. So as like you've probably heard of K-pop stan, so people who are completely dedicated to like a musical artist or a K-pop group, they'll buy all their merchandise, they'll promote them for free everywhere. They'll mm. tell everyone that their idol or their K-pop star or their 
actor is the best and they should get every role and I love them. <laughs> and so main character is this for one of these idol girls. Oh yes, main character is a Stan for Mina. Do we know her name by this point? So I think you understand you get to know this main character's name through two of the other supporting main characters. So you meet Kumasa. Okay. Uh, he is a stand for another one of the idols, Rayo, mm-hmm. and Motoi. And he is a stand for another idol named Sorine. So all three of them support different idols. Okay. And Kumasa is like, if you think of what your stereotype of an idol nerd might be, he probably physically fits that stereotype (laughs) if it helps like kind of messy jeans and the t-shirt oh yes he's a little on the heavier side he wears a backpack and he has like a cap on all the time you gotta have the backpack because how else are you gonna carry all your idol merch he has to carry his merch but he's a good he's a good i love kumasa (laughs) He's, he's such a good boy yeah i remember enjoying both of these characters when uh i watched these episodes Yes, it really gives you like a happy, like human sort of feeling for the fans of this idol group. Yeah, which is nice because like idol fans are usually very stigmatized in like real life. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh, what? You're so kind of like K-pop fanatic. Well, you're just my idol fan trash. That's true. But this was very, it was very just kind of like nice. It's like, yeah, they're people. They enjoy their things. And it's, I mean, some of times they get a little bit crazy in the case of the main character, but... Oh, yes, for sure. There's definitely a sliding level of played for humor in the anime, mm-hmm. but you know. And then there's Motoi, and he is probably another stereotype you would think of a crazy idol fan in which he is like super tall and skinny. He has really messy hair. He's almost always wearing a hoodie. And like he has like those squinty anime eyes, so you can't actually ever see his eyes. <laughs> like Brock from Pokemon? Little like Brock from Pokemon. So kind of suggesting that he's not necessarily the most attractive person, but he's also a good bean. So And maybe he needs glasses. And maybe he needs glasses. Because he's squinting so much. He's just squinting. And so they're just chilling there at a cafe talking, and they're like, wow, have you heard about that crazy Mina fan who spends her entire paycheck on her favorite idol and only wears a track uniform? Oh, sounds like a crazy person. And then you find out that that crazy minus Stan is the young woman from the park. <gasps> yes. Her name is Ari, uh, but she goes by Ari Pio, which I think is just a nickname, the Pio. Yeah, it's it's your very like kind of Japanese nickname. Yeah. So then you meet Ari Pio. She uh, walks in Boncho style. So she's like <laughs> the, the two guys are like at the cafe, like gossiping about her. In fact, you actually see uh, Sorne and Mina, actually her I- idol. And they're there like saying like, oh, come to our weekend concert because they're still not a very giant group. Mm. So they're still trying to hand out flyers. And then Ari Pio walks in like, you know, legs apart, Boncho style. <laughs> Walking in kind of like a delinquent. Oh, yes, absolutely like a delinquent. And then Maya freaks out and runs away. Oh. I know. You're like, oh, no. What happened? Is this perfect blue again? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so I guess the one other thing to mention in relation to that is that the idol group in the show is called Cham Jam. What? So definitely not Cham. <laughs> They're Cham Jam. Please understand. It's different. The sequel, the sequel to Cham. The sequel to Cham. We're not associated with that murder idol group. No, no. It's not the idol group with the crazy fans. It's the idol group with the crazy fans. Please understand. Nice distinction. Completely different. Okay. I have to wonder if that was intentional. Oh, I feel like it might be. But like, how would you know? 
Because, and then the other thing that makes me think is that, like, the main character's name is, like, Mina versus Mima, but they still have the mmm sound. Hmm. I don't know. I have my, my perfect blue speculations. I see, I see. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. God, I, I, I'm not sure if there's going to be any way we can guarantee this, but God, I hope that's the case. That would be amazing. I know. I kept trying to look it up to see if anyone else has drawn a connection, but I haven't found anything. But Well, there's only like 25 years between these two pieces of media. <laughs> That's true, but I feel like a lot of people who are dedicated enough to watch a seasonal idol anime have probably watched a lot of classics. You know, that's fair. So maybe. Who knows? Maybe. God, I want to know, though. That's awesome. I know. I want to know. Can you show me? <laughs> I want to know about these idol animes. Okay. Heck yeah. That should should be be our our theme theme song. song. (laughs) So the first episode, you also get the first idol concert of Cham Jam. And it's very cute. One thing I will note for you, Star, is that most of the idol songs, and they actually do have more than one song, which is, you know, an up on some other animes that Mm -hmm. we probably will be reviewing. Hashtag blessed. Hashtag blessed. So there's more than one song and the 3D animation is minimal. Okay. And when it's used, it's blended in really, really well. Okay. I, uh, full disclosure, in the 15 minutes before your initial text of are you ready to start recording and me actually like starting this phone conversation, I did go up and like look up some of the videos on YouTube just to kind of get in the right headspace for it. Yeah. And I didn't see like the only dance sequences I saw were all in 2D. Uh, yeah. Which was nice. There was there was one weird little bit, though. I guess there was like a special PV that they did. And there was just a couple of parts that looked like they were animated in live 2D, which was very bizarre. Yes. So I know that they do some, like there's some scenes where they'll like have a little bit of two, like the live 2D or 3D. I don't think I've seen as much live 2D in the show. Yeah, I, I, I was. I had a 2D. feeling it was just for that because it was mm-hmm. just like the character's hair was moving in an odd mm-hmm. way. For those who don't know, again, us talking about animation stuff, Live 2D is a, I'm not sure if it's a Japanese program, but it's a computer program. If you've ever played a mobile game, you've probably seen, if you've played a mobile game with animated characters, you've probably seen this where it's just kind of a static pose, but maybe they're just kind of like bouncing in kind of like a little idle pose like in a video game where they're just kind of doing the same motions over and over again um that's typically what live 2d looks like so when we talk about that it's like it's 2d animation it's like a 2d picture but they just kind of like put little puppet controls on it and wiggle it around to make it look more life more lively it's like stretching and wiggling yep but yeah, the the animation on all the idle sequences are for the most part 2D animated. Sometimes oh, they're yeah. 2D rotoscoped animated, and mm-hmm. sometimes there's 3D mostly when there's like a big camera change, but it's blended yeah. in really well. Yeah, I mean, I, I usually am pretty forgiving. It's like, yeah, you know what? You're going to be ambitious with these big ass camera moves. Go ahead and use the 3D. As long as it blends well, I'm probably not going to pitch a fit about it. Yes, and it does blend well. And it's it was, it was one of the... Pleasant surprises about the show, especially being a seasonal anime. Okay, so they're advertising for this concert, then what happens? So their concert, I wanted to go... So they have their concert, and the first song, their main song, is kind of their whole Welcome to Cham Jam, this is our intro song. And this is where you really start meeting the actual idols, who are in their own way, their own supporting cast. Okay. So I guess to, to split away from this, kind of the way the show works is you do get like full scenes with just 
Eripio, Kumasa, Motoi. The idol fans. The idol fans. And then you get scenes with the idols and the idols talking to each other. So it's almost like you have two sets of main casts and they you get kind of both their perspective on things that are happening. Interesting. Yes. So so the idols aren't just like, oh, hey, there's idols and these people are fans of them. Later on, you actually kind of get connected to the idols themselves and their own personalities. That's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. And also one thing I want to slip in here. Uh, I'm a shipper. Oh, yes. She, <laughs> Please understand. Sarah's the big shoujo fan here. I am a big shoujo fan. I'm a big shoujo I fan. I just, I just love it when cute things happen. And this, this show is great. It's a good shipping mm. show. Shipping show? You can show? ship the idols together. You can ship some other characters together. It's very oh, good. Mysterious. A plus. Yes, I'll mention that in a little bit because it starts first episode. Okay. But... Yeah, it's very strong. It's very good. Uh, the author of the manga is known for writing a lot of slow burn Yuri. So hmm. it helps. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> it really does help. So most of her repertoire is romance, not necessarily comedy. Uh, this gotcha. one is a comedy and there's not any it's not any sort of focus on romance. But there is romance kind of in it. There's romance kind of. It's not the main focus, but like just from the first two episodes, I'm like, hmm, that's gay. Yeah, that's gay. <laughs> it's cute. Oh, my heart. So I'll go into that later, but just keep an eye out for the ships. I, I've got my eyes open watching the horizon. The first song is kind of like a cham jam. We're cham jam. We sing this every concert and this is our first song and it also serves the plot device of each of the girls sing about their idol personalities so you kind of get to know the idols yeah i remember this and thinking that's kind of weird but i guess it works weirdly convenient mm-hmm. so you meet rayo uh she's the pink one she she's the center she has her orange twin tails uh she's the one that kumasa stands so she's kumasa's favorite does she have main character energy she does have main character energy. She's wearing pink. She has pinkish hair. She's the one who later on does go through the arc of the, am I good enough? Yes, we are good enough. You know? Of course. Uh, then you meet Sorene, and she's the blue one. She okay. is the one that Motoi stands. She's supposed to be the more quote-unquote mature one. Kind of kudere. Yeah, I would say, but she she's also later on like one of the controversies is that she was like one of the more popular kids in high school, like she was in the tennis club, so <gasps> she was mainstream. <laughs> so she's kind of the normal one. Okay. All right. So then there is Yuka, who is known she says I'm the energetic angel. Uh her main gag throughout the series is that she's really into gacha games. Good. <laughs> so she's always talking about trying to draw an SSR or spending money on gotcha games. Relatable. I wonder if she plays Grand Blue. You know, I bet she plays everything because it sounds like she's constantly switching gotcha games. Which I mean, sounds big like mood. you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you just gotta keep trying to get the pretty JPEGs, get the pretty PNGs. Wow, a rare JPEG. Wow, a rare JPEG. And then Maki is the yellow one, and she's the sexy one. Mm. That's kind of her main thing, is that she's the sexy one. Sekushi. And she's also one of the ones on the front row. So the front row is, right now, it's Rayo, Sorne, and Maki. So the pink, the blue, and the yellow, they have the whole front row color Primary scheme Primary colors going on. kind of mm-hmm. thing, yeah. 
And then next back row, we have you, Mary. And she's supposed to be like the calm one. And she's purple. Okay. Uh, then there's Aya. So she's the green one. And she's the one who's like, she seems like a little kid, but she wants to be mature. She's kind of like a little, not bratty, but you know, like. <laughs> there's got to be. She's a little Nico. There's going to be one <laughs> in every anime. <laughs> and then lastly, the least popular one is Mina, the one that Arapio stands. Oh, and what's her thing? And her thing is that she's shy. Okay. She's Yukiho. And also her color. So remember that Rayo is pink? Yeah. Her color is salmon pink. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so <laughs> so you have to understand, there's a pink one, but she's the salmon pink one. Definitely a difference. There's not a big difference. Salmon pink is just like a little bit more orangey. It's just a little bit more orange. And I guess one of the other gags throughout the series is she always gets paired up in advertisements where like all the other girls will be holding flowers or like cute food she's always holding salmon (laughs) like that's like the only thing they can associate with her like a whole salmon or just like a cutlet of salmon i think it switches i think there's somewhere there's a whole salmon oh man so poor mine is the shy one and she like she's the salmon pink one oh she's fishy and as far as you know at this point her only fan is arapio oh but there's also kind of a suggestion that her only fan is Arapio because Arapio is so obsessed that other people are afraid to say that they like her. Oh, no. <laughs> so, you know, that's where we start getting into the fan stuff. Okay. Arapio is watching this first song and she gets a nosebleed from being too intense during the first song. <laughs> and then the song cuts out and she gives a thumbs up. And she's like, I love you, Mina. And then she leaves for the paramedics <laughs> and tries to go back in and faints. And that's kind of how you get to know her role as an idol fan, is that okay. she's the most intense. All right. Cool. Yep. So, <laughs> so this is Arapio. So basically, I know I'm making her sound like the worst character ever, but she's wonderful. So she's just so excited and so dedicated and so just gung-ho about things that she tends to injure herself or cause problems, <laughs> usually to her own physical detriment. <laughs> but then she still loves Mina anyways. What a main character. Wow. What a great. She's wonderful. And her the other fun thing about this series is that most of her interaction with Mina, the the idol that she loves, the least mm-hmm. popular idol, but like their their connection is kind of the main gag of the series. Mm -hmm. is most of their connection are through accidental meetings on the streets and during the five-second handshake time after show. Gotcha. So after the show, uh, which she had to leave early, she does get her five-second handshake time with Mina. Doesn't she have like a Kleenex sticking out of her nose or something? She has a Kleenex sticking out of her nose, and she also refuses to shake Mina's hand because her hands are all bloody from her nosebleed. Uh Yeah, so, like, they have, like, a very, like, far away in the distance, like, half heart, like, oh, hey, we're going to take a picture, but I don't want to get too close to you. (laughs) And Mina basically doesn't say anything. She's just like, um, because she's the shy one. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't say anything, and they get a picture. (laughs) Yep. Is Mina shy to the point of, like, she doesn't really want to interact with this person, or? So Mina is shy at the point where, like, you get, whenever you're on the minus side of things, she has lines and lines and lines of internal dialogue. And then the thing she says out loud is like, um. 
Oh, and that's it. So she's maybe. she's genuinely shy. So here's where I get into it. All right. The main ship of the series is my Nan Arapio. Good. You have to understand. It, it can feel creepy, for sure, because <laughs> Arapio is so intense. But it's also very cute because at the same time, you do get like the internal dialogue of Mina being like, why does she like me so much? She's so nice. Oh, wow. I hope she comes back. But then, you know, she doesn't say anything. So Mm. from an outside perspective, all of the other idol fans are like, wow, Mina's number one fan dotes on her this much. And Mina doesn't say anything back. So poor Mina. So it feels kind of one-sided, but it's, it's really not. But it's super not. It's mm. super not. And also the little half heart like distance hand picture they take in first episode, Mina keeps it. Oh. Because they messed up the first time, so she has a copy too. It's just cute. And isn't it just like just Eddie Pio's like hand? It is just Eddie Pio's hand. <laughs> she's like off on the side. Oh yes. She she's Good. not even in the frame. She cuz actually I think that was uh, later in the episode, so they have like another lineup session so they can get these limited CDs. Mm-hmm. And Kumasa and Erpio stand outside in line 12 hours ahead of time oh to make God. sure they get the limited CDs. That's freaking hardcore, man. Yes, it is. They're intense. And they do, but then they're all sweaty. So oh, Aries no, just sweaty. like, I'm going to be back here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I smell, but I, I still love you. But I love you. <laughs> it's it's good. It's just it's it's just like a lot of gags. So the the fun I feel like you would enjoy the humor in the show if you like there's a lot of physical comedy, a lot of like, you know, people falling downstairs. <laughs> there's a lot if you do know a lot about like idol or Japanese wodo or otaku culture. And you know, it's also just like the cute shippy thing. Those are the, those are the benefits of the show for sure. I know what part of it that you're in for. <laughs> I mean, I like the idol culture part too. That's always fun. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like we would not have started this podcast together if you were not also into the idol part. That's true. But if I can ship them, it helps. <laughs> Important. Sarah is like a serial shipper. Oh, yes. And I'm a, I, I'm a multi-shipper. I'll ship a lot of things. A lot of people. She has gone on for literal hours talking about her Avatar The Last Airbender ships in the past. Yeah, I love them. But Avatar is special. Avatar is my best, my favorite anime. (laughs) My favorite anime. My favorite idol anime. I just hate that I can't find the original Japanese dub. Why do I have to watch it in English? Okay, so what happens next? Tell me about the shenanigans. So more shenanigans, I guess just some general, because a lot of the format of the show is you do get like 10 minute scenes, mm-hmm. right? So scene here, scene here, scene here. Is the manga a four coma? Because that's kind of the vibe I got. I found like part of a, a part of a manga thing and it does not look like a four coma. Yeah, I just found a couple panels too. It doesn't really look four coma. Yeah, I don't think it's four coma. I know that the manga artist, because I read some of her other things and they're not four coma. Yeah, it doesn't look. Yeah, it's not. They're a lot less gag-based, though, however, compared to the anime. Okay, so that that is solved. I found a just like a random page that was translated into Spanish or something. Oh. It, it's not a four coma. There you go. It, it feels like a four coma, though, like it with does. the short, short little gags. Yes, it does. Scenes. And I'm probably not going to go over every single gag because That's a lot fair. of it is enjoyable by watching rather than hearing about it. Yeah, you don't want to like have a joke explained to you. 
Speaking of explaining jokes, one important thing is you do see that Arpio's job is she's a bread flipper. Oh. She flips bread in a factory. Uh, okay. I don't know why. I, I don't know if this is a thing, but that's what she does. So, like, I'm imagining, like, a single piece of bread and she's like, oh, you gotta be upside down. Yep. It's upside down and she flips it right side up on a conveyor belt. Okay. That's her main job. Alright. Does it ever tell you what her job was before? It doesn't. However, I think it's kind of implied that she is on the younger side, like probably mm-hmm. just out of school. Uh, you do know that this is a part-time job. They mention it later on that uh, idol fans, the dedicated ones, only have part-time jobs, so they have the flexible schedules to go to all the meet and greets. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Because if they had an office job, they wouldn't have the time. The more I learn about idol culture, like, in real life, the the crazier it seems to me. I know. There's definitely a level of, I don't know how much of this is parody and how much of this is taken from someone's experience. Because, I mean, at this on the one point, I could totally see people doing that. But on the other, like, how many people is this more than just like in a very extreme case is this like kind of the norm i just whoa it's okay to like things but there's a line man i mean listen i've got a whole lot of makoto idol master figurines but like (laughs) i tried to get into an idol master concert once and i wasn't able to get tickets because of the stupid lottery system i know well thankfully cham jam is a small group they always yeah. play in their own venue. It seems like it's an every week thing in their own venue. Tiny group. Tiny babies. Actually underground, too. It looks like you have to go downstairs to get into the venue. Is it like a little live house? Yeah, it's a tiny little live house just for their production agency. Oh, that's so cute. It's cute. So I guess some other highlights. So episode two, you find out that a few of the idols were invited to this fashion show called Girls Festival. So the Akakayama Girls Festival. And Arapio is just like, they're only going to get the main three girls. Mine is not going to be there, but I got to go just in case she is. Mm -hmm. And there are the main three girls. But then... Mina comes out in the wedding dress. <gasps> yeah, the in the fashion show. And she's all flushy. And then she sees Arapio in the audience because she was all nervous before. Mm-hmm. And then she sees her. And then her internal dialogue is, Aries here. It's just good. It's just cute. The whole thing's cute. <laughs> she came to see me. She Mina, came to that's see gay. Me. Yeah, it's really cute. <laughs> There's also like a little scene with fan letters where Mina is definitely say- thinking in her head. She's like, I want fi- fan letters and I want to ask for fan letters. But my fear is if I ask for fan letters, Arapio is not going to stop writing me fan letters and she'll die because she wrote too many fan letters. Oh my God. <laughs> because she understands her fan. <laughs> her one fan is like, yeah, you. I know you well enough to know that if I ask for this thing, you are going to over deliver. So she just asked for like wish strips, you know, like the ones like you, you just like write little wishes on at shrines. Yeah, from I... I I remember this was in the second episode I did watch this. It's like a Tanabata thing, which is like a the star festival that happens in July. We did this at my school. You like write a little, you write a wish on like a little strip of paper and you tie it to a bamboo tree and you pray to it. And it's like your helps your wish come true. It's really cute. Yeah. So she just wishes for wish. She asks for wish strips because she's like, Arapio can't like write more than a certain amount on a strip of paper. It'll be okay. 
Um, however, she RPO brings a whole box and gives it to oh, the God. assistant. And like she was like, she, there's like a little montage of her riding these, and they range from like, oh, I hope Mina gets into the Budokan to like, I hope I can bathe with Mina one day. So definitely oh, a range. Okay, that that's real gay. Wow, <laughs> it's super gay. It's wow. so gay. I forgot about that part. Oh yeah, it's great. So yeah, unfortunately, there's gags happen, and all the wish strips fly out the window, and Mina of never course. gets them. Of course, of course, because gags. But it's still cute. Uh, and then also this episode, you get a little bit of my actual favorite ship in the show, okay. which is Yumeri, the purple one, mm-hmm. and Maki, the sexy one. Okay, what's the chemistry here? It's just cute. So like, so Maki is front row, and right now, and so Maki was in the girls' festa, and Yumeri's like, man, I wish I could have been there with you. And then they just kind of hold each other's hand. Yes, they're holding hands. Mm-hmm. Holding hands, mm-hmm. and Maki's like, let's both be in girls' fest next year. Yeah, it's good. It's great. They're just blushy. It's cute. cute. Yeah, they're really cute. So it's like the purple one and the yellow one. Oh, those are complimentary colors. I know. Maki, the sexy one, she has like black hair and like the, like the pretty eyes, like the sexy eyes. Mm-hmm. And then Yumeri has like the blonde hair and the purple dress. They're just good. They're like complimentary colors, complimentary hair colors. Good beans. One's tall, one's short. It's great. They're cute. There's an ongoing, and they're definitely a very, very subplot. It's You generally see like the Yumeri Maki ship in the background or in small scenes. But when it happens, it's very good. It's very gay. I love them. <laughs> 10 out of 10. Good ship. A plus. The next episode, it's kind of more you find out that Mina is so shy that it's to her detriment a little okay. bit. Okay. Um, there's a little gag in the beginning where Arapio is just sitting there wishing and she has the line of, if I could, I would die and be reincarnated as Maya's classmate in another life. So that's just okay, another level for intensity. Intense. <laughs> yeah, but it's not it's not perfect, Flu. It's fine. It's fine. At the same time, Motoyi is like, man, I wish I could marry Sorene. And then Arapio and Kumasa are like, wow, that's weird. <laughs> You're supposed to like idols, not marry them. Jeez. Okay. <laughs> so they have their standards, but, you know, at the same time, there's also a situation where, like, Mina had a little, like, article in, like, a magazine where she was asked, like, what's your ideal man? And she's just like, um, I guess tall with a mustache? You know, like, very generic. And then okay. Arapio shows up at the next meet and greet, like, with stilts and a fake mustache. And you're like, oh well. Oh, my God. Absolutely incredible. Uh, and then the other big notable thing that happens is that Mina gets a new fan. <gasps> it is Motoi's sister. Ooh. Her name is Reina. And the gag here, which comes up later, is she looks exactly like Sorene, the blue one, the one that uh, Matoi stands. Okay. So, but then he's like, no, she does not look like Sorene, but she looks exactly like Sorene. Okay. It. I gotta ask, is this supposed to be like some kind of like sneaky head tilt to like the whole I'm in love with my sister thing that a lot of anime has going on? Or? It might be. Cause Motoi is definitely like, well, this is absolutely not true. She doesn't look like it at all. I would say the important plot point for her looking like Sorene is actually later on. I don't know if it's this episode or the next episode. There was like a sighting that Sorene was hanging out with some guy, but it was probably just the sister. sister. Yeah, Reina. Gotcha. Yeah, Reina Motoi. And I think that's the plot device there. Hmm. But it's definitely also played for gags like the 
half an hour ago, you said you wanted to marry this woman, and she looks like your sister. <laughs> so here we are. <laughs> okay. You also, at this later on in this episode, uh, Arapio sees Mina in the wild, which is amazing. They're on the same train car. Habitat. I know. So Ari sees Mina in the wild, and she's like, wow, this is a real-life miracle. This is amazing, the best day of my life. I've been blessed. I've been blessed. But then she, Arapio is also like, I'm also very intense. She, she tells Mina, hey, I'm going to switch train cars. Don't worry. And then Mina is just like, thank you for always coming to see me. Aww. Do, does she say anything when Eddie is like, I'm going to switch train cars? Does she act like a little disappointed or what? what's her attitude there? She acts a little disappointed. Aww. It was definitely like the, I'm too shy to say anything. Oh, baby. Just go be gay. Arapio also in her head towards the end gets the head thought, wow, I don't love Mina because she's an idol. I love her because she's Mina. Very cute. Very oh, good. Oh, that's so gay. We keep I know. saying and it, then, but it's true. I know it is. And then afterwards, you see Arapio running home and she's just screaming in her head, I love you. I love everything about you. I love you, is what she says. So. Hmm. Yeah. That's that's the sound of a straight woman. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it's cute. It's definitely like the the mix there of how much is Arapio a fan of Mina versus how much of it is because of her idol things and how much of it is because which just gets com- complicated, right? The whole parasocial, how much is yeah. this personality someone's putting out in the wild versus their yeah, actual personality. It's like do I appreciate them just because they kind of have that status and I feel like I've earned my way a spot in their life by being their like extremely dedicated fan or am I actually like f- a friend of this person do we have a relationship that's more than just idol and fan and also do I actually know who this person is or is this the persona they're putting out in the world exactly so that's a big question but Mina is apparently genuinely shy so <laughs> she is she is 100% Mina which I think helps me accept this ship <laughs> it definitely helps <laughs> So episode four, um, this one is actually where you find out more about Kumasa, the friend, the one who looks like your typical idol fan. Okay. You find out that he has been supporting Rayo, the main character energy center pink, not salmon pink, pink. Mm -hmm. Regular pink. In a different band, in a different idol group. So she's been, he's been following Rayo for like years and years and years. His main thing is when he was in the other group, Rayo was really like she was backline, low popularity. And so his thing is, I'm going to make you the center one day. I'm going to vote so you're the most popular idol, like AKB style. I'll make you mm-hmm. center top idol. Uh, this episode, you find out that Cham Jam is actually going to have popularity polls. Oh. So people might switch rankings. <gasps> and Rayo's already center, but Kumasa's like, I am going to vote you so you are actually center, and it will be me who's doing it, or at least me helping you get there. Mm-hmm. And I will fulfill my promise to you that I couldn't in your last idol group. Aw. Yeah, he's There's good. something kind of sweet about that, but it's also, like, very hardcore. It's very hardcore. It's super hardcore. This is where you start getting a lot more of, like, the inter-idol interactions, so you hear that the popularity polls are starting. So that's when you get some more scenes of the idols being like, hey, what if I don't become front row anymore? Uh, so you get you marry. The, this is the, you know, the other ship, right? The purple mm-hmm. one. 
is worrying about Maki, the yellow one. And she's like, oh, no, what if Maki's not in top three anymore? Or worse, what if Maki's not in top three and I get top three and we're not in the same row? Wouldn't that be sad? Oh, no. They also have like a cute thing where they cheer each other on at like there's a there's a sports festival. Like this is a shorter scene, Uh, which, you know, sports are really important if you're an idol. We've gone over this. Mm hmm. So they have like a little just cham jam sports fest and you marry and Maki have a conversation about like, oh, it, w- w- like the loser has to do whatever the winner says, you know, that sort of thing. It's good. Yep, okay. It's great. Yeah. They hold hands again. I have a favorite chip <laughs> in the show and here we are. <laughs> wow. I hadn't, I couldn't have guessed. Sips tea. Really couldn't have. Uh, and you also get more of the other girls' personalities. Uh, you see Aya's trying really, really hard to win at the sports festival, like this little part of this episode, so that she gets top rankings because she thinks if she's, rightly so, she thinks if she's good at sports, then people will vote for her. You know, all of her, she'll get more fans if she's good at sports. Sports champion. And Aya is the one who acts like a little kid, even though she's not. So she's, you know, she's the Nico. I don't know a better way to put it. <laughs> we haven't done our love life episode yet people don't know what we're talking about so yeah so there's a basically the big point at the in this episode episode four is that there's going to be popularity polls and we don't know what's going to happen with that yes and the main reason that the main way that cham jam decides their popularity polls is kind of the same way of like real life akb where the fans have to buy cds of their favorite idol Mm mm-hmm so my under my casual understanding of it is you get like one voting ticket with each CD you buy. And so like super fans of these idols will buy like thousands of these CDs just to vote for their best girl and help their best girl move up in the ranks so that they can get like center parts for different for new songs and like better locations on the stage and just preferential treatment to the people who get higher in the voting ranks. Exactly. It's it's the same thing in this Cham Jam thing. And I think this is definitely a nod. Because I know that AKB kind of popularized that. I don't know if many other idol groups do that. I don't know too much about real idols. I just watched the animes. But from what I understand, like AKB kind of started a lot of the current idol trends. So this one is definitely a nod to that whole situation. So as expected, Arapio is completely broke. So she takes on a whole bunch of jobs in addition to her bread flipping job. She works at a Lawson or a not Lawson. I forgot what they call it in this one. Blossom. A Blossom. <laughs> she directs traffic. So she works so, so hard that she falls into a river. Okay. But but then she keeps working. Is she, okay. You know what? Okay. She's, she's she's drowned. She's like, she's fallen in a river. She's like, but she goes back to work and she's she's just so tired and then on her way home one day, she gets attacked by a wild hog. Okay. Where does she live? You know, 30 to 50 wild boars. They live in Okayama. <laughs> what am I supposed to do when these 30 to 50 wild boars attack my family? <laughs> What's, so Arapio can't do anything. So when the wild hog attacks, uh, both her, I think she breaks one of her legs and both her arms. Oh, no. Yeah. And she can't work anymore because she's broken so many bones. Oh, my God. So she she worked herself so hard to buy CDs for Mina. I was born with glass bones and paper skin. Every morning I break my legs. And every afternoon I get attacked by 30 to 50 wild boars and they break my arms. (laughs) 
<laughs> but she works so hard and now she can't work anymore because she has a broken leg and her arm is in a cast and she has like head wrappings and stuff so god damn yeah. girl all for mina all for her best girl for best girl the the next episode there's a whole lot of gags about arpo being like which organ do i need the least <laughs> <laughs> she's like i can't work anymore so do you really need both kidneys oh my god where do you even sell kidneys <laughs> uh, at some point she ends up um going like full like supine like bow to her mom because she still lives at her parents house and it's just like hey mom the girl i like is in trouble please let me borrow some money <laughs> Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> her mom only gives her, like, some dongo. Like, just, like, here, this might help. Give it some food. Which Arpio ends up giving it on to Mina. Aww. So, yeah. It's pretty cute. Uh, Arpio, in the words of Kuma, is, yikes, you're trashy. That was a direct <laughs> quote from the English version. I thought it was great. Don't, see, this is why I love English versions. They're fucking funny. The English translation for this is strong. Like, it's really well done. It's a good balance of them knowing that people watching it will know idle terms. Mm -hmm. And also, like, still funny English humor. It yeah. Would recommend. I feel like a lot of people trash on English dubs for using slang. But, like, that shit's hilarious. It's not... I mean, okay, sometimes it's cringy. I will give you the fact that sometimes it is cringy. But, like, I would rather, like, laugh at something that's supposed to be funny. You know? Yeah. It's cute. And that's fucking hilarious. It's good. It's also, like, helpful for, like... I like the fact that they use Stan instead of Oshiman. Like, I feel like that really helps you understand, especially mm -hmm. with, like, modern pulp culture. People know what stands are because K-pop stands are crazy. I have a grudge against that word for the same reason why a lot of people don't like that word. It's the originations of it's very, like, uh, That's fair. But, like, I, I, I understand what it means, you know? Yeah. Oh, and also episode five, you get a new song. Very cute. Hot summer holiday. Cute. Also well animated. Excellent. I'm going to have to go hunt down all these concert scenes after we're done. I know. They're very good songs, too. They're actually really bops. Are they jams? They're jams. Are they bopping jams? They're bopping jams. Wow. So in the first, like, check-in on the popularity poll, Mina got third place. Oh. Which is amazing, because Mina was in last place before. And you have to understand that maybe at this point, they're not at the, like, there's there's more than 10 people in the audience. They're able to fill up their own tiny concert hall. So that maybe there's, like, two or 300 people there. Mm -hmm. But until this point, like, have any of these other fans, like, come to her, like, little autograph signings? Have they made their presence known at all? No, it's kind of implied that it was all Arapio who bought enough CDs with all her part-time jobs before she broke both her legs. Damn, girl. But okay, so if she's if she's top three, does that mean she's front row now? No, it was just a check-in. It was like the first week check-in. You get the next week check-in and Mina has fallen to sixth. <gasps> no. I know. It's sad. But surprise, surprise, you Mary is in the top three, the purple one. Oh. But what about what about her girlfriend? What about yellow one? Maki uh is so far she's slipping down. I think she was at three at that point if i remember right but maki's oh. like here take my place in this song for the new song and you could just try it out and see what it's like in the front row it was cute hmm. but the turnaround for this is later in this episode <sighs> okay this is this is like my favorite part of the show okay. because again i'm shipping trash 
So you find Yumeri and Maki, and they're walking home, right? And Yumeri's like, you know, it was, or Maki's like, how did you like being front row? And Yumeri's like, it was all right. But if I'm in the back row, I can always watch you. Okay. <laughs> I know. And then Maki drops her bag in surprise, like, <gasps> and then outfall a bunch of Yumeri's CDs. <gasps> and you find out she's the one who's been buying her CDs, so she would... Oh, plot twist! It's so good. So she's like, oh, I was doing this for you so you could be front row. Super cute. It was just... It was cute. And then at the end, she's like, she's like, so she's like, so each of these CDs is a handshake, right? And then they like hold hands. Oh, oh, I've got the big dokies. <laughs> yeah, the sugar overload, this idol shipping is so strong. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, shit. I should have watched more of this show. <laughs> I know. It's so fluffy. It's so cute. Uh, it's good. And also the songs are great. So it helps. Yeah. Oh, that's that's fucking cute, though. Oh, my God. It's really cute. The thing about being in the back versus the front row, though, is that if you're in the front row, if you forget the dance, you can't, like, just look at the people in front of you. And that's why. So I was in, like, a little idol dance cover group for a little bit. And that was always, like, when I went up in the front row briefly... That was always like, oh god, I gotta really get this dance down because I can't just, I can't just cheat off the people in front of me. I gotta actually remember it. Fuck. Heck. <laughs> Big heck. So episode six, you get some more of the Sorene backstory. So it's just a lot of cuteness between Sorene and Rayo. So this is also like a semi ship. Uh, I feel mm. like they're trying to be paired a lot, but they don't get a lot of like interpersonal screen time. This is also the episode where Sorene gets sighted with a male fan, I believe. Oh, but it's not her. It's the sister. It's 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 Motoya and the sister, but she's falling in the rankings. That's something that's interesting. The idea that an idol dating someone or romantically being interested in someone else suddenly makes her less popular. Oh, that scandal. That's a scandal. And it's also something that happens is... People sometimes admire or follow people because for some reason they think they will be able to get with them. Yeah. But that's not necessarily a thing. Yeah. So that's like kind of a common thing in idol culture is that um, the idea is that idols are sometimes like forbidden from dating. I think most of the time they're forbidden from dating because then that makes them less marketable to their fans as someone who is single and could potentially go on a date with you and be your girlfriend and be your waifu, which is kind of fucked up. It's really fucked up. And it's definitely a thing that happens even on lesser extent. Like I know I have friends who are cosplayers and once people found out that they might be married, then they lose a bunch of followers. Yep. <sighs> that mentality is so wild. Yeah, but Sorna is losing fans, and which is bad because I feel like in this show, all of the idols are good girls. Even the ones who are a little intense, like Aya, are good girls. Hmm. Aya is the green Nico one? Aya is the Nico one. <laughs> okay. Uh, she is the little sister type, if it helps. So, Nagi, yeah. <laughs> She's all right. She she does she's good, but sometimes she's a lot. There's another handshake session. 
uh, in this mm-hmm. episode. And this one, you actually get Arapio talking to Mina without getting interrupted Whoa. in her five seconds. And we're halfway through the show at this point. Deep slow burn. This is where we are. Uh, but she does use her five handshake seconds to say everything she loves about Mina. Like everything. Okay. Like the, I love when you blink and do this. I love when I, you're shy. Uh, and <laughs> I love end, when you blink? Well, like it was, it's just little things like this. Like it's an example. But, but mm-hmm. from the minute to the big. And then it ends with Arapio just being like, Mina, I just love you. Oh yeah, and then Mina gets all blushy, and she's like, "I think I got it." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's cute. Okay, thank you. <laughs> uh, you also get a subplot in this episode of Motoi like deciding whether or not he wants to follow Sorene because of this romantic, like her going on a date thing. Oh, so he's like, he's questioning his loyalty. He's wishy washy. Ooh, boo! I know, boo, Motoi. You could do better than this. But uh, Sorene remembers his name during the handshake session. So he's mm-hmm. like, well, I guess she's a good idol. And then it's fine. <laughs> so whatever. She's still allowed to be best girl. Uh, there's also a cute scene at the end where Mina also stumbles upon the three fans. So Kumasa, Erpio, and Motoi. They're doing what they call the Cham Jam selfie tour, where they're just going around and taking pictures of themselves at all the locations that Cham Jam took selfie pictures of at cute the sham jam selfie tour uh and mina like stumbles upon them and she's really shy so she tries to give arapio a heart but like she just kind of has like this weird like claw hand shy thing but arapio knows like what it is right away and it's like and then she falls on the floor like she's having a heart attack oh jesus yeah but like (laughs) this is more of a to make mina feel better and not because she's actually having a heart attack it's cute yeah it was cute it's cute Definitely at this point, she is still in her cast, so. Oh. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's all good. Uh, but by episode seven, Arapio is healed. Da-da-da. So she is no longer in her cast, and she's like, I have one week to buy all the CDs. I have to work as hard as I can again. Oh, no, she's going to break all of her legs. So there's definitely a scene where she goes back to work at her, like, bread flipping job, and there's just, like, a pile of bread, and they're like, we've been waiting for you. Wait, now, hold on. (laughs) There's just all this bread that has just been unflipped, so here you go. Now, wait, surely they're, okay, now. At least there's work waiting for her. I mean, yes, but listen. Other people can flip bread. Not as not like Harry can flip bread. That bread's gonna be stale. How long was she gone? I don't know. I assume. Well, actually, no. I think they said she was gone for four weeks. So it's just there. That's that bread's gonna be rock fucking hard. It just needed someone to flip it. It's just been piling up. Oh my god. But yeah. Anyway, she works as hard as she can, and she gets money, and. She works so hard that she ends up falling in the river. <laughs> Wait, she falls in the river again? Again. This is a reoccurring thing. Okay. Which you have to remember at the very beginning, like episode two, there's a point where like she works hard and then she comes in and she's like soaking wet for some reason. And mine is like, wow, I hope she didn't fall in a river. And then she just proceeds to fall in a river. So you have to wonder how much of this is Mina having bad luck. Wow. Yeah. So she falls in a river and she ends up washing, da- washing up in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. Oh, is that like a town nearby? I think so. Actually, it's not nearby. It's pretty far. 
Is it like bung bumfuck comma nowhere or nowhere comma bumfuck? Which one's the prefecture name and which one's the city name? Nowhere is the prefecture. Okay. I decided. So Kyushu probably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. That's uh, like I haven't. I've just heard that like out in the boonies is like you just the further south you go. Yeah. Very much, very much farmland. There's like an old couple, and they're like, "Oh, hey, young ladies, we wa- saw you wash up." I just think about Zombieland Saga, and they were like, "What do you know about Saga? It's in Kyushu. What else? That's it." I'm really excited <laughs> to talk about Zombieland Saga. We gotta do Zombieland Saga, but that's that's another episode. Oh, for sure. So, anyways, uh, Airpio runs all the way back, but she arrives too late to buy CDs for them to count for the final vote. <gasps> no. I know. So Mina ends up getting last place in polls. Oh. But Arapio still buys all of her CDs. And there's definitely a cute scene where Mina finds out that Arapio bought all her CDs and she's all blushy. It's cute. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, on the one hand, that's sweet, but on the other, I feel so bad for this poor girl. She's got no fucking fans, except for this one who is, like, super hardcore. And who she probably has a crush on, but is too shy to talk about. And there's also, like, some scenes where it's, like, they, the idols are talking and they're like, yeah, I would never date one of my fans or talk about dating one of my fans. And then Mina's like, oh, <laughs> okay. What if you only have one fan? <laughs> they won't get jealous. Oh, dot JPEG. So popularity polls are back. Mina is last place because Arapio washed up downstream too far away. <laughs> there definitely is also a scene where Mina's like, I'm sorry I didn't win. And Aries like, you've always been number one in my heart. <laughs> uh, so Rayo gets first place and Kumasa's like, I did this. This is good. I'm proud of my, uh, my, my fellow fans. <laughs> so Yuka ends up in the front row. She's the gotcha obsessed one. And Sorene, the blue one, gets pushed back. Oh. Yes, so Sorne is sad, but Motoi is like, I'm going to work harder and the fans will understand. It's okay. Yeah, that's the rankings. People switched around. And Maki and Rei are still in the front row. So the yellow one's still in the front row. Oh, so now so now purple and yellow are both in the front row together? No, purple's in the back row. Yuka oh, is okay. the, the white one. So she's white and gotcha obsessed. So just for clarity, who's in the front row now? So front row is Rayo. So she's the pink one, kind of their leader. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sorene is back row so so she used to be front row but now she's back row and she's the blue one and she's the blue one and replacing her is Yuka which is the white one okay so right now front row is pink white and yellow I got it <laughs> I will say I'm very glad that idol shows tend to give people image colors because then you can just you can just call them by their color <laughs> so this show does have the pink one and the salmon pink one but that's definitely the gag but I mean, Mina's like the main character, so you remember her. So episode eight, it's Christmas. Christmas. It's Christmas. Everyone's all like, all the fans, so Motoi, Kumasa, and Eripio are just like, I'm so excited to spend Christmas with the person I love the most, which just means that there's a Christmas concert. Cute. <laughs> so they go to the Christmas concert. Eripio ends up buying a article of clothing. It's a really weird looking Rudolph hat with a glow up nose. Good. Yes, so she's wearing her tracksuit, like, and this, like, reindeer hat, and it's, like, cold and snowy outside. Or it's raining outside, actually. It's cold and rainy. Basically, all the idols end up getting Santa outfits. Arapio does, like, ascend, basically. She's like, I have, I'm in heaven now. Mina is wearing a Santa outfit. 
This is the best <laughs> day ever. But then there's a blackout. Oh. I know. It's a blackout from the storm. And then Arapio, like, takes charge. And she's all like, you can't. Don't move. I want everyone to be safe. The idols can't hurt themselves. We have to make sure they leave safely. So everyone's listening to her because, like, this crazy fan took charge. And she must know what she's doing. Oh. And then there's this great scene where Arapio's like, come on, everyone. Hold up your king blades. <laughs> And light them up we'll to light, light the, the way. way. <laughs> so they, everyone holds up the king plates to light the way. And Arapio has like the glowing Rudolph nose on her hat. And Arapio is just walking with Mina next to her. And they're, she's walking the idols to safety. Oh my god. So she's like literally Rudolph at that point. She's literally Rudolph. It's a great scene too because there's like all these like fans with the king blades and the idols walking through in their Christmas outfits. And I'm like, amazing. My god. That sounds precious. The thing is, like, the Kingblades do give off a lot of light, honestly. Yeah, and they turn them to, like, yellow or something, like one of the brighter colors. So at the end, they still have a meet and greet. And then Aerie is normally, like, two or three feet away from Mina, just, like, protocol, don't touch the idols. Mm. But then Mina shuffles closer, so she's, like, shoulder to shoulder bumping her. <gasps> and they're just, like, in their picture, they're just, like, blushing like crazy. And Ari has, like, the internal thought, like, is this a Christmas miracle? Which is great. And the Mina in her head is like, in my future, I hope Arapio will always be there. Oh, That's gay. And then you get, like, short scenes towards the end of, like, all the paired girls, like, together on Christmas. No. So you see, like, Rayo and Sorene walking home in the snow. Uh, Yumeri and Maki are also walking home. And then they hold hands and look at each other. Gay. Yeah, the the yellow and purple one are are pretty, <laughs> pretty solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's also Aya, the the Nika one, and Yuka, the uh, Gacha one, on the train together. It's cute. And then Rain is walking home and snaps a photo of the snow, and she's thinking of her, and he, she's like, I, she's like thinking of Arapio and the Rudolph mask, and being like, I want to be the one who lights her way someday. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I told you, this is good for my shipping heart. Oh, this boy. This is strong. This is... Wow. Yeah, I, I understand why you liked this show. You have to understand, this is strong shipping. Strong shoujo eye. <laughs> it is... I will say it's definitely more shoujo eye. It's not Yuri. There's not, like, any final, like, hugs or kisses. There's a lot of, like, handholds and saying I love you, but anime still has its problems. Yep. They have commitment issues. Harumph. Yeah, there's definitely harumph, but if you're a shipper, you can can enjoy. <laughs> you enjoy this, like, deli platter of good ships. Please enjoy these good ships. Yes, yes. Take a sampling. <laughs> but not all of it. Don't go all the way. <laughs> not all the way. This is, this is anime. No kissing. <laughs> no kissing allowed. So, I wish there was kissing allowed, though. God, right? <sighs> I wish. Uh, so, episode nine is New Year's. Yeah, it's it's just it's all cute. So their performance hall is under construction because of the power outage. Mm-hmm. I guess it was caused by a lightning strike. So the idols can't have a performance there for a whole month. <gasps> no. However, they do have a special meet and greet still. Uh, and this one I just want to include because it was funny to me in English, where the special merch you could buy during this meet and greet is you could have the idol say anything within five seconds and record it as long as it, was, so it wasn't like inappropriate. Oh, boy. So in Japanese, Kumasa asks for like the wake up Kumasa, it's morning from Rayo, like as a wake up alarm. Of course. But in the English, 
They have her say, Kamasa has Ryo say, wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Oh my god, amazing. <laughs> Which was hilarious. I was like, I was watching in English, I'm like, what did they say in Japanese? And it was not nearly as good. It was just kind of normal, good morning, wake up. It was just normal, good morning. But this one was wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey. Absolutely incredible. Can't believe. And Arapio asked Mina to say, uh, Ari, support me. And Mina's like, say, so she's like, I want you to address me as Ari and not Ari Pio. And then my, in Mina's head is like, address her as the woman I love. Like, don't use a nickname. <gasps> uh, but otherwise, uh, no idle interactions for a month. So it's tough. Oh, tough on your ships. Tough on, tough on my ships, but even tougher on everyone else. So Ari Pio has to spend dinner with or, or New Year's with her family. And her family dinner is very much a family dinner that you would imagine a real person's family dinner would have, which is her family being like, when are you going to get a job? When will you get married? It's a shame you're wasting your youth. I have a boy I can set you up with. Oof. But she goes into her room and she eats some ramen and she's watching the local television show where they have a bunch of local celebrities on and Rayo is there. <gasps> Uh, yeah, she's on the thing. I guess this was known because Kumasa and like she has a small group of fans in the audience and they're being filmed. So they're all like, oh, hey, I'm so happy that Kuma gets to see his best girl live. Hmm. Uh, and then they have like a scene where everyone's going to the shrine and basically Arapio is like praying at the shrine. It's like, I hope that Mina gets to the Budokan. <laughs> and uh, she goes with Motoi and Reina. And Motoi and Reina are just like, yeah, I wish for good health and luck for myself and my family. And Arapio is like, oh, yeah, I only wish for Mina. <laughs> Screw my family. I want Mina. <laughs> I want, well, she's like, I'm not even, I want Mina. She's like, I want Mina to be happy. <laughs> I don't care about anyone else or me. There's also a scene where it's definitely like, so you see, so Mina and Yuka are also at a separate shrine and they're just like doing their like shrine prayers for New Year's and they run into <laughs> Yumeri and Maki who are there and they're both like wearing face masks and they're all blushy blushy and they're holding hands at the shrine mm. together on New Year's. Mm. And Yuka's like, oh, hey, you're spending New Year's together. Your girls are so close. Wow, you guys must be best friends. You must be holding hands so you don't get lost. And then they just kind of look at each other and they're like, yeah, something like that. Something like that. <laughs> yeah, just gals being pals. Just two girls at a new shrine thing, five feet apart because they're not gay. Except that they're super duper holding hands and blushy. They're super gay. And I think there was also like a clip of them earlier watching New Year's together in Cute. the same house. So, you know, just just gals being pals. Yep, you know, like you do. And also my or also Arapio stays up for the first sunrise of the new year and she like screams over the mountains saying, Mine, I swear I'll love you even more this year. Cute. <laughs> and then mine mine in the distance is like, I thought I heard Arapio's voice. Oh my god. <laughs> The quick gag of, I thought I heard someone. She like sneezes and is like, I feel like someone's talking about me. Someone's talking about me. Someone's screaming my name off a mountain. It must have been Ari. No one else talks about me like that. So episode 10. So we're getting towards the end. Uh, the idols are still on break. Arapio and Kuma. Actually, this is the thing I haven't mentioned before. So Arapio and Kumasa, they have occasionally spent their time going to a maid cafe, which you find out at some point that Aya, the Nico-like character, actually works there oh 
Yeah. And so Aya is all like, you guys are here. You're cheating on your idols because you're looking at girls who are not them. Oh, no. Scandalous. So she actually at some point, like prior, she just like used it to her advantage being like, you have to buy one of my CDs during popularity polls now. Oh, blackmail. Blackmail. But, you know, it doesn't really work out. So they're at the maid cafe, the one that Aya works at. And guess who takes their order? Uh, Does Mina also somehow work there? Yeah, Mina's working there. Oh my god. I know, because the group is closed. They they can't do performances for a month, so she needs money. Oh, baby. So she's there. And then there's this whole scene where Arapio's like, I can't talk to her because I haven't paid her yet. This doesn't feel right. I gotta give her money first. I haven't bought a handshake ticket. How am I supposed to order from her? I haven't paid for this interaction. But basically, Aya walks up and like snaps a picture of like Aya and you and Mina like as a selfie and like hands it to to um, Arapio and she's like, "You owe us this now. You can order your drink. <laughs> it's okay." So amazing. So then later on, uh, Ari walks out and she sneezes. So she caught a cold. Uh oh. Yeah. And there's also like another little creepy slash funny scene where Arapio walks out of the maid cafe and she sneezes and she's like, hey, if Mina gave me this cold, I'd never want to get over it because Mina gave it to me. Oh <laughs> These my are like, God, girl, Jesus. <laughs> yeah, she's a lot. That's like, I'm never going to wash this hand again, but like taken to the most extreme. <laughs> Times 10. Jesus. Basically, Arapio's sick. So she's home now. But you find out that the girls, all the idols, end up getting a special concert in the local mall. So just like oh. like a tiny concert. Two of the girls are sick. So Yuka, the, the gotcha game one, and Maki are sick. Uh, you get some more good shippy Maki-Yumeri moments <laughs> where Yumeri is visiting Maki, who's sick. The sexy one's sick. Yumeri's the purple one. Okay. And Maki does say something like the, should I give you my cold too? And then Yumeri blushes. And then they reach forward like they're going to kiss, but then they forehead touch cute forehead touch is strong it's great but basically arpio sick she can't see this pop-up concert especially because it was like two days before is when they announced it Mm. so she's home and there's only five girls so at the concert they are like hey because two ever two of us are out we're actually going to rotate who the (gasps) centers are with every song arpio misses (laughs) mina's first chime as center oh no <laughs> yeah she misses it and then kumasa is just like i can't tell arapio or she'll like live her entire life regretting this she'll die she'll actually die she will actually die she will hate this just fucking rip so there's like a bunch of gags throughout the rest of the episode where people almost are like to arapio is like oh did you how'd you like mina in the center and then like them covering their mouths and being like don't you like, dare she can't find out about this so i guess also from arapio's cold at some point, she woded too hard or screamed too hard that she tore up her throat while her throat Jesus. was already sore. You know, uh, you know, I, I'm not even surprised. Yeah, yeah. There's definitely scenes with her spitting blood. Oh, my God. Uh, but she still makes it to their Valentine's event. So the the the, play, the their venue's back up. It's been a month after New Year's concert. Uh, she's at the Valentine's concert, but her throat's all torn up. So she's writing all of like all of everything she wants to say on this little whiteboard. So everyone's trying to hide the fact that Mina was sent her. Basically, she's at the part where she's doing her meet and greet photo op for Valentine's Day mm-hmm. with Mina. And also Aya's there because it was like they ordered too much chocolate. So it's like a two idol photo op. Okay. Anyways, Mina's there. 
she gives Ari the Valentine's chocolate and is like, happy Valentine's Day. And it's like a cute little speech about like, you always support me. I'm sad you couldn't see me in the first row. No! <laughs> and then Ari starts, tries talking and screaming. And then she just like, she tears her throat up again and there's blood everywhere. So. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> there are a lot. Yeah. God so damn. that's Valentine's episode. Okay. All right, we're in the last two episodes. So episode 11, you hear that Cham is going to be in an idol festival, which is exciting. So Cham Jam, this is like the biggest event they've been in so far. Mm -hmm. It's an event with like maybe 10 other idol groups. Hmm. Um, And one of the other idol groups, which is actually, it's the last one on the roster and they're assuming it's the biggest, like most well-known idol group, is one where one of Rayo's old members is performing. So she's part (gasps) of this old group. (gasps) It's like, wake up, girls. And there's also some drama with the girls being like, what if our fans see all these other idol groups and they stop supporting us? Oh. There's just some cute, like, we're going to work as hard as we can. And then Rayo's like, I hope I can show my former, like, co-workers that I've done okay. Mm -hmm. There's also just more Yumeri and Maki hand-holding during this episode. Good. Good. And then also you hear because of the idol festival uh, that they're going to be on TV. So Arapio is talking to one of her coworkers and is saying like she asked for some time off to see the person she likes on television. And one of her coworkers is like, her coworker's name is Miu. She's like, since when did you like someone? I've never heard about this. Aww. And so Ari is like, I've liked her since spring three years ago and just like blushes and looks in the distance. So her coworker comes over to watch television with her to see her her crush on TV. Mm-hmm. And Arapio, like, during the whole time is, like, heavy breathing, being like, she's coming up soon, you know, like, that sort of thing. And then, like, there's definitely, like, a point where the coworker realizes what she got herself into. Oh, boy. Yeah. And Arapio just, like, faints from happiness and, like, hyperventilation when Mina just, like, shows up on TV, even though she's not even the person talking. She's just there. She's just, like, in the background. Yeah. She's just like, oh, yeah, I'm a part of Jam Jam. Yep. So yeah, Mina pass or Arpio ends up passing out. Um, but then there's this great scene where the coworker is just like, "Wow, she's maybe stay here for this idol she's obsessed with," and she passed out. And then the coworker turns to go back to the TV, and then there's a scene where all of a sudden this like magical boy idol is like, "Hi!" Oh. And then the coworker like zoom in on the coworker's eyes. <laughs> and so like the next day, where a coworker is like. I fell for someone too. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and then there's like a whole line where like the coworker is like, you're lucky you fell for someone who lives in the same dimension as you. <laughs> My 2D anime idol boy will never be the same as your romantic relationship with Mina. I am so jealous. I fell for a 2D boy. I fell for a 2D idol magical boy. You know, that sounds like a light novel name. It really does. I hope she ends up in the alternate world. I hope we all do. <laughs> Like, what's the word I'm looking for? Isekai? Isekai. I mean, it's a long enough title. Uh, and also at the end of this episode, you, Mina or Arapio has a Twitter, and but she never tweeted on it before. Tweeted? Twat. Twoted? Tweeted. Tweeted? <laughs> she never tweeted, tweeted before. <laughs> I've never done a toot. So she gets encouraged by Kumasa to be like, hey, why don't you just like tweet about Mina to try to get people to support her? So basically, she has like a forever long tweet chain where she's tagging Mina and everything, and Mina is getting the notifications and is just like blushing on the train. It's cute. Cute. So last episode, it's Idol Festival. Oh. 
the the group of three Matoy, Arapio, and Kumasa are in line at this idol festival and they're like, Wow, there's all these people here for all the other idols. And they're like, in the lineup, our idol group is like this tiny word in the center. And they're like, our girls aren't popular, but we're here anyways. No. Yeah. And then there's definitely like the idol plot line in backstage where the girls are seeing that they're not very popular and they're they're starting to get discouraged. And Rayo, who has been to this idol festival before with her former group, is looking around being like, oh, yeah, I used to be one of the more popular groups here. And now I'm getting like treated like second string and this is really weird and then she sees her old co-idol and the co-idol is well she's kind of a jerk of course she's not a nice idol and she's just like oh hey i see you have another group i have a group too maybe you've heard of us like that sort of thing like hair flip maybe you've heard of maybe. it maybe and also like the oh i'm happy you you made it into this festival you know we're gonna play at the budokan later and all the girls are like because again okayama is like southern japan so thinking of like a tokyo venue hall these girls are like like they're, all of their dreams like during like new year's and stuff are like maybe we'll play at the budokan one year mm-hmm because to them, the Budokan is this big Tokyo venue. So that means you're top of the line. And so they hear that this other group is playing at the Budokan. And Rayo is like super discouraged and sad. But then actually, then all the other girls are like, hey, we're going to make it there too. And actually, uh, Aya is kind of like the leader on cheering Rayo up here. So Aya, Aya is good. She redeems herself. So and then Rayo is all like, I won't be discouraged because one day we're all going to get to the Budokan. And Yuka's like, Cham Jam is made of love. We're going to get there because we love and support each other. No. Yeah, they have their good idol time. Good beans. So that that's Rayo's main, main girl sort of, you know. Moment. Rayo definitely. There's also like maybe a Love Lime Sunshine reference where they're like, we're going to take the 1% of fans we have and make them 100. Yeah, that's a Love Lime Sunshine reference. Absolutely. I was going to say, because it's a very much a Love Lime Sunshine reference. They, it's set in Love Life Sunshine, so I'm like, this feels intentional. Mm-hmm. So they do their performance, and they do good, and there's definitely, they see, like, Motoy and Kumasa and Arapio in the audience, and they're like, we do have fans here, even though most people don't know us. Cute. And then after the concert, they're handing out flyers, and they're, like, getting some new fans. And then at the very end, they have one last meet and greet between Arapio and Mina. No. And Mina's like, oh, I was so happy to see you in the front. And this, she's like, did you have fun? And Harry Pierce like, of course I did. And then Matt is like, because of you, I was able to do my best. And then Ari gets serious. Like, Harry oh. Pierce is, like, serious. And, like, most of the time she's, like, spazzy. But this time she just is, like, holding Mina's hand. And she's like, I love you forever. Oh. And then Mina gets blushy. Yeah. Cute. And then she, and then Arapio gets a little more goofy and name drops the title of the show. that <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you made it into the Budokan, I would die. <laughs> Is Mina like, oh, no, please don't die. If you die, I'm not going to have any fans left. Mina's like, you probably actually would die. (laughs) And then it's ending credits and it's super cute. Because this ending credits was normally just a song. Like the song, Mm -hmm. right? The ending credits song. But this one, the ending credits, Mina's voice actor and Arapia's voice actor cover the song. Like in a duet (gasps) as the ending song. For the last episode. It's so cute. No. The babies. And then you get like one last scene at the end where you get Arapio, Motoya, and Kumasa and they're like visiting Tokyo and they're at the Budokan and they're like, our girls are going to make it here one day. 
Aww. And then it like cuts to the gr- group of girls and they're at a different venue in Tokyo named the Budokan, but they're in like the wrong like ward of Tokyo. Yep. And they're like, I think this is the Budokan. <laughs> this counts. We'll be here one day. <laughs> this counts. And then they're like, oh wait, wrong Budokan. <laughs> and that's it. So yeah, that's the show. It's super cute. Wow. I'm, there's a lot of gags that I feel like I could explain because it really is a funny show. There's I talked a lot about the romance and like the craziness of Arapio, mm-hmm. but there are a lot of gags. There's a lot of funny, but I don't want to explain the joke. Yeah. And a lot of it's physical comedy. Like, and then she fell down the stairs. Nyak, nyak, nyak. Nyak, 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 nyak. <laughs> and then she broke even more limbs. Nyak, nyak. Oh, God. She grew a third limb and then she broke that. I mean, it's very possible. <laughs> Arapio is like injured or sick for Almost every episode of the show. God damn, child. So yes, it's very different than Perfect Blue. Cham Jam and Cham are two completely different things. These idol fans are creepy in a completely different way. <laughs> Incredible. It, it's wonderful. It was really enjoyable. And again, my shippy heart. And the other thing I will say is it's actually a really pretty show. Yeah, I was going to ask, like, how's it look visually? Visually, it's, like, the backgrounds are gorgeous. They have a lot of, like, like shiny, sparkly-looking backgrounds. Like, they're really well drawn. The mm-hmm. dance sequences are really well done, too. They definitely float between, like, the comedy gag-style anime and, like, actually looking like a more mainstream sort of anime, like a more mainstream drama or something. Like, it's mm-hmm. pretty interchangeable, but they do it well. Yeah, it's actually really pretty art style. Interesting. Yeah. But I know I was reading through a few anime forums and a lot of people were like, wow, this is like one of the best animated idol dance sequences I've seen, like aside from, say, Some Love Life Sunshine or Idol Master. Hmm. And it's like not specifically a show. It's an idol show, but it's not focused on the idols. So it was a surprise that the dance sequences looked that good. That they put so much time into it. I'm going to have to go hunt down these dance numbers because... Most of them are not full dance sequences. Like you you might get like half of a song, not a full song. But it's really, it's still really impressive, the animation. Yeah, so that's if my favorite pop idol made it to the Budokan, I would die. It sounds adorable. It's really cute. It's one of those where there's a lot of intense things. And when you try to explain it to someone, you're like, wow, this is just about someone who's a little bit too obsessed. And it is, but it's also really cute. I mean, it sounds really cute from how you've described it to me. And it's nice, too, because it's another one where, well, it's a one where you actually get the side of the fans of the idols, not just about the idols themselves. Mm -hmm. So it's unique in that way. It's a little fun. But it's cute. It's good. It's gay. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's it's strong it's also nice too because like even though a lot of the ships and the main characters are like mina and arpio are female like you also get some like nice fe- male fans like motoy gets creepy at points but kumasa is just genuine like i'm here to support a person that i'm a fan of and i'm mm-hmm. he's not creepy he's just he's just a dude and i like him that's that's i i enjoy that take that seems like a nice take yeah, he's just a dude who's a fan and wants to support someone else. That's nice. So, yeah, he's good. They're all good. I think Kumasa is my best girl in the show. Just because he's so good. He's just so good. I support Kumasa. <laughs> Kumasa is best girl. Kumasa is best girl. He become Idolu. He become I I wish. That would be ideal. What a good boy. <laughs> 
I guess the one thing I would be curious about, I don't think there there's probably not much of this, but like as far as like character arcs go, is there any like interesting character developments of like characters kind of like changing their perspectives on things because of things that happen? So I would say a lot of the character development is kind of episodic, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. So like you get an episode, for example, of Aya feeling like, oh, I need to be sexy so I can get in the front row. And then she realizes, hey, people like me for who I am. So I'm mm-hmm. going to stay back row. So I'll be a little bit less like intense about it. Or Mina, where you get her, I guess this is like a very slow burn throughout the series, is you get Mina from being super shy, I can't get one word out for Arapio, to at the end being like, thank you for always supporting me, having a whole sentence. So Progress. Very, very slow progress. No. And, and actually it's cute. You get like the first episode. Do you remember like there's the picture where Arapio's like hand is in the picture and like Mina is, but like they're very distant. Yeah. And then there's like another shot where they have like their picture after their Idol Fest concert. And they're like right next to each other with the heart hand. No. So their progress is maybe a foot and a half. Yay. Like physical space. Uh, You do also get a little bit with Rayo, her arc. She does have the whole, I left this other group to be the center of this group. And I am the most, she's like the leader of this group. So she's like the most responsible here. So everyone's looking to her, but she's feeling the pressure and like the, can I do this? And then everyone supports me. Hmm. But it's very much like a very common idol anime arc in that. So you're kind of expecting it to happen. Yeah. So it's not super in depth. That's still nice, though. They give you just, like, a little bit of that. Yeah, it's really cute. You still get a lot of what you would expect from an idol show, even though it kind of focuses on Aerie. I like idols, Sarah. I know. I do. Aerie likes idols, too. If Makoto had a CD campaign, would you work 50 jobs and break your leg for her? See, here's the thing. I consider myself on the sane side of that line. <laughs> Fair. Also, my apartment's not that big. So I, I can't, like, hold a lot of these CDs. See, here's the question. Is Arapio lives in her parents' house, and she only has a bedroom. Where does it all go? Where does it all go? Storage unit. You know, that's probably right. <laughs> that makes sense. She has a secret mine of storage unit. Or maybe she, like, leaves them randomly throughout the city, being like, make my girl more popular. Maybe she eats them. You uh-huh. know, gamer fuel. <laughs> but it's, like, woda fuel. It's woda fuel. Yeah, that's the other thing is um, you do get pictures of Arapio's bedroom and it really is all Mina posters everywhere. Wow. So. Do they talk to her in creepy ways? They don't. So this is where we need a season two perfect blue crossover. Oh, good. <laughs> Actually, no, that would be the last thing. That would make this fluffy cute show not so fluffy yeah, cute I, anymore. Yeah, I'll huh? be honest with you, Sarah. The entire time we were sitting there talking about the show, I've been thinking about like what a what like a genre swap between these two shows would be like. Right. <laughs> so it's like the so perfect blue and stalker guys just like this crazy fan of Mima's. He's like waiting in line for her handshake tickets, and then he passes out just from looking at her. Then on the opposite side, you have Eddie Pio stabbing a dude with a screwdriver. <laughs> I know. See, this is the problem with having them right. But it's fun because they're both very extreme takes on the fans. Just completely opposite ends of the spectrum. I understand now why you wanted to do this show next. I get it. It's incredible. Just just like a little refresher after Perfect Blue. 
This is the after dinner mint. You go hardcore to the dark side, and then you swing extremely hard to the fluffy side, and you just kind of meet in the middle. That pendulum just kind of evens itself out. And here we go. Other side of the pendulum. We'll figure out how we even it out next episode. I believe it is time. I think we're done here. Go watch Budokan anime if you like fluffy, happy anime. Or you need a refresher after Perfect Blue. (laughs) Sounds like a good idea. I'm probably going to go watch this, to be honest. It sounds cute as hell. Okay, well, everybody, thank you for listening. We've been Lady. We've been Lady. See See you you next next live. live. Bye. Bye.